The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar text the word grade to 32 32 32 right now hooked on phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 32 32 32 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 32 32 32 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 32 32 32 now text grade to 32 32 32 This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, movie news, and streaming news from around the industry. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I am your host, Larry Lease. On today's episode of the Box Office Report, we break down the latest numbers from the box office from the past weekend, as well as give our review of the latest episodes to air on streaming. But before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Pondex, for sponsoring this episode. You can check them out today at Pondex.com. Use the promo code Larry21 for 10% off your order. 
So now let's get right to it, shall we? Doctor Strange 2 has suffered one of the worst drops in MCU history at the box office. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, among others, has been released in theaters across the globe. Audience flooded the cinema last weekend, last weekend excuse me, with the film earning $187.4 million domestically and $265 million globally. The buzz around the Sorcerer Supreme sequel was loud, especially after the juggernaut success, monetary and critical, of Spider-Man No Way Home. Couple that with the return of director Sam Raimi to comic book movies and the never-ending list of possible cameos, and Doctor Strange 2 became the 11th highest-grossing opening weekend of all time. However, it's not all rainbows and sunshines for Marvel's witty wizard. The direct reviews said, quote, the simplistic nature of the plot does make it come off as goofy at times, and the lack of deep diving will leave some disappointed. Doctor Strange 2 currently sits at 74% on Rotten Tomatoes, not certified fresh, and has a cinema score of B+. The lack of overwhelmingly positive word of mouth after a white-hot opening is a recipe for disappointing second weekend. Marvel Studios' Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness grossed $16.7 million on Friday, dropping a steep 81% from the $90.7 million earned domestically during its opening day. This marks the second worst second Friday drop for an MCU movie. Projections have the film dropping around 65-69% to 69% again the week, this weekend, eyeing a gross of $60-65 to 65 million. Back in December, Spider-Man No Way Home suffered an incredibly steep drop during its second Friday, 83.9%, but that was during Christmas Eve. That Friday drop didn't seem to factor in much as Tom Holland's third Spidey flick is the third highest grossing movie of all time at the domestic box office. So the question remains, does Multiverse Madness have legs to carry it? Current projections have the Multiverse of Madness totaling its domestic run between 380 to 405 million. A wide range, but let's narrow that down. Captain America's Civil War was released on May 6, 2016. Chris Evans, the third Captain America film, grossed 179.1 million on its opening weekend. Six years later, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness was released on May 6 and grossed 187.9 million. Three weeks later, X-Men Apocalypse was released on May 27th. In three weeks, Top Gun Maverick will fly into theaters on May 27th. Was Apocalypse a success? No. Will Top Gun 2 be more successful? Probably. Captain America's Civil War completed its domestic box office run, earning $408 million. The Chris Evans-led threequel also had a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes and received an A grade from CinemaScore. It's like comparing apples to oranges, but if they were both plucked from the same tree. The general consensus so far is that Multiverse of Madness did not live up to the hype and will it will hurt it in the long run. But that doesn't mean it won't be a big earner. If it stays on track, Multiverse of Madness can shrink its total domestic range between 395 to 405 million. Failing anywhere within the range would make it the 10th highest grossing MCU film in North America. That's a realistic goal after becoming the 7th highest grossing 
opening weekend in Marvel Studios history. And of course, you can catch Multiverse of Madness in theaters today. And now let's dive into our next topic. We now have a date for the uh, 2023 Oscars. The date for next year's Oscars ceremony has been announced by the Academy. The 2022 Academy Awards took place on March 27th, where winners including Will Smith, Kenneth Bragnaugh, while Dune took home the most awards of the night due to its win- wins in the technical categories, and Coda defeated Power of the Dog for Best Picture, perhaps the most memorable and discussed moment of the night was in the most unfortunate and incidental manner when Smith slapped presenter Chris Sotnock for making a joke about his wife moments before he won Best Actor. Smith is now banned from the Oscars for a decade and will not be presenting the Best Actress category next year as it is per tradition with the Oscars. Now, per Oscars, the 95th Academy Awards will take place March 12, 2023, with the nominations announced January 24th. The Academy has also announced key dates, including eligibility periods, final voting, and special events, such as the Oscar luncheon and the Governor's Awards, where Samuel L. Jackson and Danny Lover will be bestowed honorary Oscars this year. Key dates for the Oscars include general entry category submission deadlines to be November 15th, 2022. The Governor Awards will be November 19th. Preliminary voting begins 9 a.m. on December 12th with an end on December 15th at 5 p.m. The nomination voting begin at January 12th, 2023 at 9 a.m. ending on January 17th at 2023 and the Oscars nomination announcement will be made January 24th, 2023. And, of course, the 95th Oscars will be Sunday, March 12th, 2023. Aside from the slap incident that overshadowed the rest of this year's ceremony, the Oscars have been deep into several controversies that were implemented in the show in an attempt to boost audience viewership. This included the contest of Oscar fan favorite and cheer moment, where Army of the Dead and Zack Snyder's Justice League won, and the removal of eight technical categories from the live telecast to make room for those moments. They also removed multiple musical numbers to shorten the ceremony time. The plans ultimately proved unsuccessful as ratings resulted in the second lowest Oscars in history, and the ceremony lasted almost four hours. While it is uncertain what next year's show will look like, There are many films vying for recognition at the awards, including Steven Spielberg's The Fablemans, Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower, Killers of the Flower Moon, excuse me. But time will tell what nominations will be for the 2023 Oscars. But there is your official date. Let us know in the comments section below, do you have any thoughts on potential nominees? Is there a certain film you've seen so far that deserves a nomination? Let us know your take in the comment section below. And now on to our next topic. Star Trek Strange New Worlds Episode 2. Star Trek Strange New Worlds second episode is a near-perfect balance of character moments and a charmingly simple adventure of the week. The second installment is as delightfully entertaining as the series premiere, 
highlighting the fabulous chemistry of this cast and various groups, permutations, and fulfilling the franchise's promise to the letter, seeking out new life and new civilizations, and maybe giving them an unseen helping hand along the way. The beats of this episode are pretty basic. The Enterprise is studying an ancient comet, which suddenly seems poised to strike and largely destroy an M-class planet in their Persephone system, wiping out the non-warp-capable species known as the Daleb that live there. Pike and friends are determined to figure out a way to divert the comet's path. But when they learn it's not actually a comet at all, they'll have to deal with a threat from a highly advanced species that calls themselves the Shepherds, whose entire existence is predicated on preventing anything from interfering with their so-called Arbiter, who brings life or destruction in its wake. One of the most appealing aspects of Star Trek as a franchise is that it understands how much we as a species don't and can't know. I mean, the Enterprise's remit is to find out what's out there among the stars, and it's the epitome of hubris to assume that the things we'll encounter on that journey will be creatures that are remotely familiar to us. For me, trekking lanes are and should be weird and unknowable in a lot of ways. See also the glow-cloud-esque species 10C in the most recent season of Star Trek Discovery. And they should have beliefs and cultures that are often widely different from our own. Part of the joy of this journey is the discovery, after all. Yes, this hour concludes with a classically ridiculous example of a plan that should not work at all, but does. During a mission where not everyone should survive, but in which everyone comes home, no real worse for wear thanks to what is essentially blind luck. The dangerous moments are thwarted via general smarts and teamwork. A grand plan to save the day is hatched at the hinges on an unknown alien race, defaulting to the peaceful choice rather than violence. And almost every major character gets something decent to do. It's basically everything you expect from a story like this. But what makes Children of the Comet work is that it's not just an episode about the weekly adventure. It's about how that weekly adventure informs and changes the lives of these characters in the long term. We get to see Cadet Yahura's first ever away team mission, but although her linguistic skills certainly come in handy when it comes to figuring out the music-based communication method that the Relic uses, it's all really a large meta- metaphor for her personal journey, which is figuring out that she has a place and a future in Starfleet. Let us know in the comment section below what did you think of Episode 2 of Strange New Worlds. And now, on to our unsurprising topic. Top Gun Maverick has been certified fresh with a near-perfect score on Rotten Tomatoes. If you need to make a bona fide blockbuster in 2022, apparently, Tom Cruise is still your man. First feedback to Top Gun Maverick is finally here, and critics think the film has all the makings of a massive crowd-pleaser. The light, long-delayed Top Gun sequel is officially certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, with a near-perfect score of 90% as of the time of this episode. Paramount celebrated the achievement yesterday with a Twitter post prominently displaying the aggregate site's coveted certified fresh badge. As of this episode, the title has 89 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, with only three that are overall negative. That's an impressive show of support for the sequel and bodes well for Top Gun Maverick when it opens in theaters May 27th. In comparison, the highest grossing release so far, The Batman, holds an 85% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And that's the best Rotten Tomato score of any major domestic box office hit this year. 
Among the rest of the year's top five biggest movies, The Lost City holds a 79% critical score, while Multiverse of Madness is at 74%. Sonic 2 is positively reviewed by 68% of critics. And Uncharted ended up with a damaging 41%. Critics are considerably more gaga over Top Gun Maverick than any of the year's most lucrative movies so far. And the movie seems poised to big, win big with audiences too. In a cinema landscape that's unstable at best, this sounds like a pretty resounding win for all involved. And as we know, Top Gun Maverick follows a new batch of fighter pilot recruits as they train under Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell, who is still stubbornly staying in the sky and avoiding his superiors. Attempts, I should say, to give him a job on the ground. Among them is Lieutenant Bradley Rooster Bradshaw, the son of Maverick's late bestie Nick Goose Bradshaw. It took crews over 30 years to strap back into the F-18 for one last ride, but it sounds like the actor held out for a sequel that honors the original in every way while presenting a new side of a familiar story. The movie serves as a Maverick-esque act of rebellion against the very concept of time itself. Ben Pearson writes in his slash film review, quote, and a celebration of Cruz's continued commitment to risking his life on screen for our entertainment. Of course, Tom Gun, uh, Top Gun Maverick, I should say, is flying into theaters May 27th, and some locations will have early screenings on May 24th. If you want to support the show, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash cinemagold. Your support helps the channel grow increase our, uh, our upgrade our equipment hire new writers and hosts and as always we just launched a new um, merch store you can check it out today link is in the description uh, you can find a couple of design t-shirts for you to support the channel when you buy those shirts that helps the channel also grow so you can check that out today link is in the description and also be sure to hit that like and subscribe button and thank you so much for watching and listening. We'll see you next time. You have been watching the Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at The Cinema Gold Show. And on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Cinema Gold Show. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.